This is Rebecca Foster, and you are listening to Andy Clark on Severn FM. You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, Barry Kirby, and Paul Ryan Alcock on Seven FM. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for my favourite fitness program, The Great British Breakfast. The easy way to start your day. Hello, this is Lee from the MySteg Massive, and you're listening to the 7FM Breakfast Show with the hilarious Andy Clark and... Oh, what's his name? Andy, what's his name again? You know, you're not so funny sidekick on the radio. Paul Cock. Well, yeah, I suppose he is. Oh, all cock. Oh, I better start this again. Sorry about that. Sorry about that, Paul. Oh, Sorry what a laugh that was! Oh, let me hold my sides. <laughs> the thing is, he said, "This is my this is my mate Lee that I work with." He said, uh, "Thing is, though, he said I find him really funny." <laughs> and I went, "No, you're not funny." He went, "No, he is. He's really funny." So I just couldn't resist that. And why is his name before mine in the jingle? Oh, so well, I because he's, deliberately. he's one of the he's, he's one of the legacy founders, isn't he? Of Seven of Fair Man. Can introduce him. Well, he's Barry. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you, you all? Uh, we're very fine. You've been away. I've been away for. We've tried to work out for how long yeah. now. It's been a while. It's probably about so nearly nine. Yeah, it's got to be around that. Close to a year, is it? So oh, close. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've missed you, mate. Well, I have. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> at least half of you have. <laughs> I've missed you. We I have. Know. Come here. Mm. Kind of laugh. Ooh, <laughs> but, but coming back in here, it's a bit like putting on a, a an, old, an old comfortable sweater. Oh, <laughs> very nice. It's got loads of holes in it and it smells. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> like Andy's ace. Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> so what have you been doing? Yeah, well, give us a quick run through the last 12 months. Yeah. Uh, the last 12 months. Well, about 12 months ago, we did, you know, lots and lots of work and lots of this politics stuff. And oh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've started to do my PhD. Oh, have which you? Which is very, oh, really? very exciting. Yeah, Great so, band. So, yeah, we're really good at it. <laughs> um, what in? I'm doing it in human psychological stability. Wow. Check, yeah. What in? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me in about how, your how, In how stable we are as individuals and oh. what it's made of. Oh, that's what he's in here. He's yeah. researching. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so, I've come here for two extreme cases. Yeah, you have. And uh, to, I'm just going to be writing notes all the way through, and yeah. then writing you up in about... It's going to take me about nine years to do this. <laughs> oh, that's it's mad. That's and that's just listening to you guys. Yeah, there you um, go. That's fair enough. So, <laughs> did a bit of that, and then obviously the businesses yeah. is, is sort of taken off. We've, well done. We've now got seven people working for us, which oh, is very nice. So, and some, some of them actually do some work. Wow. And some so. of them you've even brought to minimum wage now, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> Not, Not all of them. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fair bit of truth in that, actually. Yeah, I know. That's, <laughs> that's how it is, isn't it? I don't, know, I don't know where you find the time. Um, well, I get up in the morning, it's right beside the, t- right beside the bed. Oh, he's funny. So, yeah. this is, this, this I, can't, I can't get the, uh, the one-liners off anymore. That's, that's the that's cutting-edge that. humour I've missed. <laughs> <laughs> you certainly have. You certainly have. And well, we have, mate. We have as well. So, you've been doing all that, and you're doing this uh, police thingy as well. Yes, yeah, so the Police and Crime Commissioner elections are upon us, and I'm not here just because when we know the election period that's on May the 5th. Why did you say uh, vote Kirby across the back of your T-shirt, and why did yeah. you move the webcam down there? <laughs> well, yeah, and also you can see the car outside with the big trailer, yeah, yeah, and all yeah, that sort of stuff, which was really good coming up but Pass all the people through, uh, yeah. through through the town this morning. That's it. That's good. Um, yeah, it's all good stuff. So yeah, so May the fifth, and there's three candidates of which I'm obviously the best. Yeah, it well, is yeah. a. Um, I guess it's part of the general um, public uh, service piece. It is a, a preferential vote system, so there is uh, two candidates you can vote for. So you, who's that? Um, so there's uh, with this voting system you have, you can you, can, you have a first choice, yeah, and you have a second choice. Who's the second choice? So well, obviously I'll be your first choice. <laughs> yeah, second yeah. choice you can vote for whoever you like. I don't really oh, care. Okay. And how many people are there in this uh, election thing? Okay. Uh, so there's only three. Is it a, is it a political thing? It is, oh. and everybody in Gloucestershire is going to get to play. 
Does it or have to that... be a political thing, or could anybody have put themselves forward? Um, well, actually, uh, depends how you... If you depends how you turn political, because it is a political post, because as yeah. soon as you vote yeah. for anything, it is that. But one of them is an independent. Um, so, Martin Searle is the current Police Crime Commissioner. Of course, he's restanding. Yeah, yeah. He's restanding, and he's an independent. What's his chances? Uh, his chances are not as good as mine. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> cool, that's good. <laughs> well, to be honest, it's because there's only three of us, and it... It is such a large election, I mean, you're talking county-wide, mm. so there's no way that we can all get around the entire county. So I've do a scum, a scum are allowed to vote. I've had my voting card. What, yeah, to uh, vote? Have you, his name on yeah. it? Well, no, they no, have the names, you get you, the names you, when you, you go You've had a polling card already with, uh, they said, telling yeah. you that there's an election on. I, oh, check, right, I, I check mine in the bin. Yeah, I've had oh, the yeah. check mail. What happens, so hang on then, what happens that? So we've had that, and then what happens now? So then, on May the 5th, you, unless you're a postal voter, then you'll get... Or I am a postal voter. So you'll get something in, I think, two weekends' time. Okay. Um, where you can then, you'll get your voting card through, you then vote for me and then somebody <laughs> else. Yeah. Um, and then you, um, fire that back, or on the day, you go down to your local polling station, and you get your card, and you vote for me and somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it's you. A um, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's well, good. It's, I, I, subliminally, if you just keep on putting Sub-wa. it in, then it gets there. Subliminally, yeah. that, that's the other candidate. <laughs> yeah. Dave subliminally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then you, um, then we we choose another police crime commissioner. Oh. Um, and when do you start? Well, this is weird because on almost every other election you would start pretty much straight away, but this I think it's about two weeks later. There is a handover period. So how will you fit this in? Because you're all a your busy other man. stuff. Yeah, well, he dropped all that. Oh, I mean, sorry. Let's face it. It. <laughs> <laughs> just going to give up it's, on it's it. A, yeah. it's this a, is a full time job, isn't it? This it is, is a, yeah. This is yeah. a big deal. Do you wear a hat? Will you get a hat and a uniform? No. And you know, what is most, <laughs> what, you know what is most depressing? <laughs> yeah. You don't get a bat phone? No, I would have thought as, a, as, a, as the commissioner. You don't, hang, on, hang, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. You yeah. don't get a bat phone. No bat phone. There's no Batman. Mr. Gordon, you know, in the yeah. Batman movies. What's going on with that name? I don't know. Leo, my, my uh, seven-year-old, was most disappointed. Oh. To the point that he'd come and we'd bought him a, one, a little pen light with a little bat symbol on it. Oh. And he came, he ran out the room, came back, he got dead. Daddy. Daddy. Oh. I was like, oh, how cool is Did that? you beat him? So, only just a little bit. Okay, so. good, good. But, um, <coughs> yeah, I thought that was very sweet of him. It was very but nice. It's, um, but, yeah, no, it, it is going to be uh, busy, but that's why, you know, the business is in such a state that actually I can, I've got a But you're also one of, these, you're one of these people that thrive on, um, on business, aren't you? Yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. It keep, I mean, doing a PhD is quite a lot of work anyway, isn't it? Well, it is, because it's part-time, then I've got, I've got apparently up to, uh, up to nine years to do it. Yeah, um, I think my brother's taking about that long with his. It's just yeah, so I want to finish it in four, but, um... Okay, do you have to uh, go anywhere for it? For, for, for my PhD or the mm. Police of Crime Commissioner role? Oh, no, the PhD. Oh, the PhD, no. Uh, most of it I can do It's here. all remote, remote um, learning. Well, I'm doing it through University of Gloucestershire. Ah, right. So, um, get, got some, um, I, in fact, I've got three supervisors. Oh, have you? Which apparently I'm special. Oh, right. Which, 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 which <laughs> I think most people knew. They're so obviously, I mean, it must that. be quite, uh, do people, like, stop you in the street and know you? No. Um, yes. And, uh, but more weirdly, I think, people just, just phone me up, because uh, obviously my number is now pretty much everywhere. Yeah. And it's not like a, hi, Barry, how are you? People just start ranting straight away. Oh, yeah. We um, can do that if you want. Well, no, I would say it's just, it's just, <laughs> like, the it's just like being back here. <laughs> there'll, be um, a few more after, there'll be a few more after this show, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that's good fun. <clears throat> that's it's great. Enjoying it. Cool. Well, it's exciting. To, to welcome you back, we're going to play a song which, uh, which I think you like, actually. In fact, I know you like it. It's uh, it's a bit of B fifty twos, mate. Yay! It's Love Shack. Remember you did that little show, which you probably should start doing again. Really, wouldn't hurt him, would it? Put himself out. I've got plenty of time. You have exactly. Back after this on seven FM. Ten minutes past eight.
Bit of love shack there, just to welcome our buzzer back to the 7FM 7 Ball Breakfast Show. I forgot you did the uh, love show. I did listen to it not that long ago, because it was on the list of listen again still. Yeah. No, actually, and, uh, I, I played it the other day, because somebody, um, I can't remember who, who we were talking to, and I was talking about 7FM and how we set it up and all that sort of stuff, and they said, oh, but did, you didn't do any of your own shows, though, did you? Because you always just had that, uh, that guy running it for you. And I was like, <laughs> what guy? That guy's called Andy. Oh, that but, guy. Um, and <laughs> That's I was like, me. I was like, no, no, I, I, I ran my own show, and they were like, yeah. really? I was like, yeah, I ran, I ran a, a Love Shack show. Still online. And they were like, really? Yeah. Like, oh, listen to this. And so I like, got it up, and they were like, Oh. <laughs> yeah, was good, I, was, I still it find it slightly sleazy. No, I think it's good. <laughs> so, I think so I pitched it exactly right then. <laughs> I, I, think, I think it was... You got your target audience. <laughs> it, was, it was good, I think. It was good. It was, uh... It was good. You should... You should... I tell you, even if you recorded it at home, in your spare time, and then just FTP'd it out, because that's what a lot of people do. That's true. So we've got, um, Seven Sport. Funnily enough, it's really weird, because you're oh, coming... Yeah. You've come back today. Seven Sport are starting again yeah, today. I saw, that, yeah. I saw, that, I saw your thing. Um, and they're going to call exciting. in at quarter past nine. Ryan from, uh, Seven Sport's going to call in, just tell us what it's all about, and stuff like that. So, cool. Yeah, Fabulous. Good stuff, yeah. It's all happening. Yeah, so, uh, what's been going on? So, it's seven days till Britain's Got Talent starts, but you can't wait for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> I, my, my family... And other animals. No, yeah. my family. Uh, have you been watching that, by the way? Gerald Durrell? Yeah. No. Did, oh, okay. <laughs> have you been watching it at all? <laughs> no. Did you not read... Were you not forced to read the book as part of I English English no, literature at school? We, we, we were Lord of the Flies instead. Oh, were you? quite good for our school, yeah. really. <laughs> <laughs> we eating like each other. Like a version, live version of it. <laughs> stick you on an island and whatever happens, happens. <laughs> and do you know what? It's, it's interesting how... Um, I, I, the one thing that really... Oh, I haven't got any music going. One thing that really struck me was how... Obviously, equality and stuff like that, back in the 30s, it was men, 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 women were just like a second class of person. And uh, I, what, the, 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 he gets beaten because he's different at school by the headmaster. And I don't know if it's a public school or whatever, but it, it gives you that aura that it is. Yeah, yeah. She goes into the school and uh, kicks off at the headmaster, who basically just says, I can see why he's so insular. He hasn't got a father figure in his life. And his mother is uh, blah, 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 blah. And I will expect a written apology for you speaking to me, a man like this. And, she, and fair play, so Keely Hawks. And she's kicking off. And uh, she picks up this headmaster's cane and tries to snap it, but she can't because she's so weak. <laughs> <laughs> she's a woman. But then, but then she manages to snap it in half and throws it on the floor. And I'm thinking, go, girl, go! <laughs> it must have been quite hard for women, though, back in them. But not even not well, so like back, I It's the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But no, it must have been quite strange for... Um, for women, they were they they were seen as a second class, and they weren't allowed to vote until. Well, you know, we talked about Barry in his PhD. This is what my brother's doctorate is about. Is it underprivileged women in third world countries? Really, which yeah. is why he's been working still in the India. same. Oh right, yeah, he was saying we're going to get serious for a second. Yeah, we are. So he, he specialised in sort of women's health issues. So in India, in, women are treated just no one cares. Yeah, he said their doctors set themselves up, and they don't even they're not even qualified. Just decided I'm going to be a doctor. Put a plaque on the door. What a male? Yeah, uh, women come to see him. They, they they know they're pregnant. But they don't know, know what that means. You just think it's in this country we've come a hell of a long way the last forty years. Yeah, we have. But it's not yeah. like that all around the world. No, no it's not. Okay, no. you're listening to the uh, politics hour on Seven uh, FM <laughs> and the equalities hour on Seven <laughs> FM and anything else we can think of on Seven <laughs> FM. Uh, it's fourteen days till St George's Day, you. which is your boy's name, isn't it? Oh yes. And uh, fifteen days till the London Marathon. You running that? Oh no. I've when got, you did still... you get into your running? stuff i, I did, did a bit and then i bust my knee up oh and it's yeah. still not fixed really my latest thing is cricket oh okay what yeah I, the um oh I, yeah because you didn't you invite me to some cricket thing yeah and you turned me down i um, didn't turn you down i did not well, i it's accepted mo- it's, it. It, it's moved oh so it's meant to be on on sunday uh so it's the mayor's cricket sixes 
uh, so it's a charity uh, charity event. Is that because of the rain? And, um, yeah, yeah. So, well, not not the cricket, just because you know, that's why it's cancelled. Ah, yeah. uh, right. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> then, um, <laughs> sorry, yeah. So <laughs> they, I got asked by the uh, the mayor of Gloucester, uh, Sedfield, to um, uh, see if I'd join his cricket team, and I was like, Yeah, that, that, that that's great. Cool. I, I'd love to. <laughs> yeah. Did never, you play cricket a lot? Never played cricket. Before. No when way. You were, when you were a little I, girl. I, I played twice you when be I was fine. at school. Yeah. Um, and so it was meant to be on this Sunday, so I was like, Guys, are we going to have some sort of training session? Yeah. So you haven't been picked up a bat up then since you were. No, yeah. except for the one that I went and bought the other day. Have you got oh, a you cricket stick? I figured, I, well, I figured I, I had to take the, uh, the Tlarkey approach. If you don't know what you're doing, buy all the Just kit. buy the <laughs> best kit you can. Uh, yeah, that's it, that's it. God, that is so, you know me so regalia. well. <laughs> regalia. So I went to the, went to bought a, uh, went to bought a racket, whatever you call it. Yeah. And, stick, um, stick. Yeah. Cricket then, stick. Um, it's a stick. I think. And, uh, and a couple of balls and that type yeah. of thing. And we've been playing it, playing a bit in the back garden just to Fantastic. try to do that. So then we had a training session on Thursday night. And I'm still hurting from it. Are you? Oh, you're joking. But apparently, I can, apparently I can bowl. I used to play... Uh, oh, I can imagine I you can bowl. I used to play for a team in Cheltenham. Cricket oh, did you? team. Yeah. Oh, you've okay. done everything, haven't you? I have. <laughs> and you know in the scoreboard, this is a slight anecdote, and you know when the scoreboard, they write down, you know, when it's a dot ball and blah, 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 diff- different bowlers. Yeah. And I found out after one game, you write down, you know, left arm spin or fast arm, right arm fast or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And do you know what someone had written next to me? Medium waist wobble. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what did that mean? Well, I don't run in very fast, and I was a bit wobbly. Oh, I see. <laughs> okay, okay. Char- that's nice, that wouldn't that it? That should be your nickname, nice. medium, medium waist wobble. Yeah, like, how long ago was that? When you were a little girl? Last week. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Good game of cricket. I, uh, I used yeah. to like playing cricket. So we had the so we had this training session, and then we were all ready, ready to go for this uh, game on Sunday, but because of the rain and the uh, the pitch is going to be unserviceable. Where were you supposed um, to be playing? Uh, Spire Road. Oh, in, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's now been pa- put back to the 1st of May. Okay. So if you want to come along on the first of May, and do you uh, want it what to come along and support or play? I'm not playing. <laughs> you might no, be good at cricket. No, I, well, I probably am good at everything I do, yeah. but <laughs> apart from flying and droning and uh, stuff, uh, I'm flying later. Actually, oh, I'm, yeah? I'm doing nav. My second nav today. Oh. So we've got to fly from. We're going to fly visual from Gloucester to Bishop's Cleeve. And then uh, you can see the race course and that around, so it's quite easy to That'd see. Quite cool. You can take photos of my house for me. Yeah, I could do. Well, I can come and do that anyway with yeah. my drone, mate. Oh, that's Just sixteen hundred feet illegally, and um, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, then we're going to fly from Bishop's Cleeve to um, Morton in the Marsh or Morton in Marsh, yep. as it is, and then from Morton in Marsh to Grove. You oh, could do me a massive favour. What's that? Drag a banner behind your plate. Exactly. Is that my, my so, step ahead? I knew yeah, it. I somebody right. was saying to me that, um, because we, d- we don't, I mean, for what we do, we don't have a lot of money for the campaign and this, that and the other, saying, oh, if you could get some sort of sky writing or something in the air for a day, that would be there genius. You go. So could, if I re- knock you something out, put it on some piece yeah. of paper or something? Yeah, that's fine. Just bang it. I'll just bang it on the propeller. It won't last long. But, I mean, <laughs> you've, got the, you've got the 7FM banner, that big banner. Why don't you just yeah, paint just on put, the other side? Just paint paint over that in white. Yeah. Vote Kirby. Do you know the scary thing about this today, though? I've got to go. I've got to fly through Bryce Norton military uh, mm. a, a military ATZ, which I'm. Well, the, oh yeah, they're slightly more formal. Yeah, they are and slightly they, more formal. If you, get it, if you get it wrong, there's slightly, slightly bigger repercussions. <laughs> yeah, I want, I want to hear to Cardiff. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I, want hear, I want to hear later on. You've been forced to land by two jets, <laughs> <laughs> bringing you down. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't being pulled over by the police net. <laughs> well, they, no, they don't do that. They just shoot you down. <laughs> yeah. When we, when I, because I had a break, I was on a break, so I stopped flying in 2014, and then picked it up again this year. And I've done out of the nine exams, I've done seven uh, okay. since the beginning of the year, which I'm really pleased about. And I've also just on that front, this is giving you a quick update on me. I've lost on the fourth of Jan. I weighed 15 stone 10. 
Two days ago, I weighed 14 stone 6.6. Get in there. Thank you. So, I, I'm sort of, I, we, we went in for a fed, uh, a, fred, a fed meal. Have you heard of fed? No. Yeah. It's like a little chain of, uh, it's really good food, actually. They've got everything in there. And you just go in and just help yourself, whatever you like. But it's nicely done. Uh-huh. And uh, I had a load of that day before yesterday, so I think I'm still sort of, you know. Probably put on get, a few pains. Getting rid of that, <laughs> as you do. Well, on, on, the, on the same vein, <coughs> I weighed around 19, 20 stone a few weeks ago, and, and I still weigh <laughs> 19, 20 pounds. <laughs> yeah, but you're tall. You're at nine foot tall, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. So you, and, you, and you're... Uh, and my and bones are just made of solid platinum. That's, that was Cartman, <laughs> wasn't it? Uh, I'm big boned. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, you're 20 say I look like Cartman. Not at all. No, that's, no. <laughs> uh, 15 days to the London Marathon. Talked about that. 20 days till the next bank holiday weekend begins. Yay. Wow. Hey, that's going to be good. Yeah. You're having a Barbie that weekend. No, May of Sixes. Oh, yeah, yeah, of yeah. course, yeah. So I'll, I'll be like an athlete. Oh, you I'll will. I'll be looking after my body like a temple. Yeah, we like have to get Buddha. some slow-mo <laughs> fixtures of you, like, shaking your head like this, and it'll sweat you. <laughs> like a, I'm uh, just walking in while I'm trying feeling, to do change. Feeling slightly <laughs> nauseous now. Picking up a cup of tea or something like that. <laughs> 71 days till Father's Day, 72 days till the longest day of the year. Blimey, is no it? No way, yeah. Already? That's wow. tricky. It's all downhill then. Uh, 74 days till the EU referendum on whether we're in or out. Now, I'll tell you what, because we, haven't had, we don't have a dab licence and we don't have to, have to legally... Uh, comply with Ofcom regulations around political uh, broadcasts. Oh, yeah. I want to know what Barry's position is, other than on facing the, forward and sat down. On um, the EU? <laughs> yeah, I want to know. Do you have a position? I I do. Um, Tell me I'm, your name. I'm for staying in. Yeah. Um, but I think it's quite a close-run thing. I don't think there is enough information out there, because I like to think <laughs> that I'm... I think I like think I'm re- reasonably well educated on political things. Yeah, and I haven't got a clue. Yeah, there's a lot of misinformation out there. I think yep. that's the problem. She gets um, everywhere. Well, <laughs> quite. Um, yeah, I, I just think it's really complicated, and there isn't enough information going out. Factual information, and every time people try and get factual information out, it gets um, you know abused and all that sort of stuff. What do you think about nine million quid on leaflets? Taxpayers' well, money. If it was done as an objective thing, I think that that would. I think it's it's not a bad thing to do because again. People don't know what they're. Well, you mean on. if it was a leaflet saying these are the pros, these are the cons? Yeah, yeah, exactly. that'd be yeah. Epic. A balance they, haven't, um, they haven't done that. No, they haven't. What, what have they <laughs> done? Um, Who's this? So the government have just put out, or are putting out a leaflet. Um, I ate all governments, all of them. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. ate them all. Honest, Anarchy Andy. Yeah, I am. Okay. So go on, sorry, mate. I interrupted. Um, so well, just say what say what. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. the, uh, so they're, they're, they're putting out a pro leaflet about why we should stay in, uh, stay um. in Europe, which I think is is fair. I personally, I just think it's it's the wrong time to to move, wrong time to change. I don't get the argument where they're saying, oh, you know, if we leave the European Union, then we'll be able to broker trade deals with all the European countries and we'll be able to trade with them anyway. That's called the EU. It's an economic, it's an economic thing. All this, then they say that, you know, we, none of the laws will be um, applicable to us. Well, they kind of will because they're, most of them are crafted by uh, British lawyers anyway. They're good things. Like European Court of Human Rights, that's generally seen as a good thing. Bananas. Um, what? Bananas. Straight bananas. What do you yeah. think them? Yeah, but that's the sort of... The, yeah, I know. That's, that's what he said. That's what he said. Straight bananas. I want a straight banana. I can't mm. have one. Well, you could grow some of your own in your, in your, <laughs> in your, <laughs> your polytunnel. <laughs> what about my curly cucumbers? <clears> that was a fair thing. But, um, yeah, so I, I just think that, uh, you know, the, the arguments that are being put out are uh, generally wrong. Like you say, actually, on both sides, actually quite uh, probably misleading in many ways. So um, haven't you got an opportunity there to sort of... Maybe 7FM could sort of... Do something just to like a, do a podcast, or you could do a podcast yeah, virus. Just something that gives a balanced argument. Yeah, in other words, this is the pros. Mm-hmm. The pros are blah 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 blah, and this is the cons. Blah blah blah. We're not going to tell you what to vote. You have to vote and make your own decision yeah. based on this information. And I think that's right. The information is not there at the moment. We no. could do a studio debate. 
Yeah, well, massive. Now. Yeah. Well, I, 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 are you an innie or an outie? Uh, well, actually, Have a look. show us. For the first, <laughs> yeah, I, I would say that's a bit of a no. I'm an innie, actually. Yeah. I would have agreed. <clears throat> uh, far be it from me. I hate to say this, but I've agreed with everything you just said. Actually, wow. what? For the first time in about <laughs> five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> the thing is, me, right? I, my, <laughs> my logical side says I have no idea. My emotional side, what's that going to say? You know what that's going to say. Well, you're going to say you're an outie, clearly. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm, I'm I, 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 but why? Well, it's it's interesting, is it? Because. On, on the one side, I mean, there's, there's the economic argument that says, you know, we get all these grants into the UK and all that sort of stuff. That cost um, us. But then we, as far as I can work out, and again, this is down to, I think, a lack of clear information, it costs us more to be in the European Union than it does to we get out of it. It does, yeah. So it's only the French that make money out of it. Yeah. yeah. But that's not true in science and technology. Because okay. in science and technology, we actually earn more than we, yeah. than we put in. That's okay. true. So all the science... Would the we science, lose that? Yes, we would. Would we? Um, okay. The science and research basis, we would be a poorer country if we left, because certainly a lot of the work I've been doing, it's, um, it's that collaboration German. piece that we'd lose, um, and we wouldn't have this, the same relationships as we do now. So I think that would be, uh, be a shame, uh, given that I run an R&D company, that would be a bit annoying. <laughs> um, such a, you know, all this stuff around the space that we're doing at the moment, um, a lot of that is funded by EU grants, um, and so you know, we would lose um, our, you know, Tim Peake would have to come home. Oh, yeah. Um, and things like that. You, don't, you, you know, we'll be able to pay his rent anymore. Um, they so tr- they chuck him out if we left. So <laughs> politically... He'd be a bit annoyed about that, wouldn't he? <laughs> I'm confused. What, 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 do, what does the current government want to do? They want to stay in, do they? Yeah. And what do, what do Labour want to do? Well, the current government, half the government, they've given them a free, free vote. Well, free vote. They've allowed people to make up their own minds in government, yeah. so there's a big split, isn't there, within government? So why is there a split? Because these people are allegedly intelligent people. Um, it's because it's not a clear-cut right or yeah, wrong answer. Yeah, but they answer. must have an opinion themselves. I mean, they they do. for example, the guy who was in charge of all the money, he left because he, he, he said something about uh, he wanted to, didn't want to be in it, or so he wanted to be out, didn't he? Oh, that was the... Um, you're not the thinking about the Chancellor? chancellor. No, no, he's no. still... He's no, the other there. guy. No, you're thinking uh, Smith. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, no, 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 not him. There was um, a finance guy, uh, a, a money guy. He wasn't... He was something to do with some... He, <sighs> Are you talking about the cleaner? No, no, no. No, it was the guy... Butler. It was your on, bank manager. Not IDS. <laughs> it was before IDS, a couple of weeks before IDS. There was another guy, and he, and he was the the head of, like, the ICO. It wasn't the ICO. If we just nod and smile, will he yeah, move on? I, 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 just, oh, yeah, I know. I'm not well. sure. <laughs> I, I, I order, order, order! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Order, order! With the right honourable Paul Orcock. <laughs> right honourable. <laughs> Never right and rarely honourable. Yeah, definitely honourable. <laughs> <That's it, laughs> no, no offence. But he's a good cook. He can cook to save his pants. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> he's a very good cook. What are you brought in today? Um, I haven't brought, I've eaten my, I've eaten apple. I was eating apple on the way over to the studio as my breakfast. Yeah. And I bit into the middle of it, it was all rotten and pulpy and horrible. Oh, oh sorry about that. That's the red uh, horrible, horrible. horrible. You've forgotten about it. Yeah. Okay. So, do you know why I reckon I've lost a bit of weight, more weight this week? Because you've eaten less, and you're not exercising, though, are you? I'm blimmin' well am. Well, you're walking upstairs. Yeah, are but you? I tell you what, that every. It's tough to do in a bungalow. No, I'm not. <laughs> but the thing is, right, you right, say right, that, right? right. <laughs> every single day, I yep. walk up and down those stairs. That there is good. are apparently when you walk, you, you burn <laughs> sixty-five calories. What a step! Burning, uh, walking like up a the flight stairs. of steps. I don't mean each step. So there's nine stories. It's nine stories. It's eight. It's all, we're on the eighth floor, and there's a mezzanine floor as well. And they've worked out that you burn 65 calories walking up them. And I walk down them, and I, I go up and down. And I go up and down to different floors. Yeah. So I do about three miles a day, walking to Very the station good. from the station. Then we go out for a walk and go and get our nice meals from Marks and Spencers. And then uh, that is pretty good. Then every day, if you yeah. Doing that. So I'm doing that every day. I've stopped running. 
um, mainly because I don't, I don't think I need to at the moment because I'm losing weight. Do you like beautiful. the idea they were talking about food labelling, where instead of putting the number of calories, they put how much exercise you have to do to get rid of it? That would make more sense because that's a metric that I think we'd all equate to. So on a packet of crisps, it would say something like, you know, an hour and a half run. And you'd look at it and you think, God, I have to run for an hour and a half to burn that. And, and if they make it the same, so it's run for everything, or... Well, there was a choice. There was run, bicycle or, yeah. or something. Oh, no, bicycle, because the thing is, everybody... Running, people can get their head round. But bicycling, yeah, Nathan, uh, you know, uh, my, I haven't... Last time I bet my bike's rusted up. It was a good idea, though, because people like... The idea is people look at it and they can equate that food to actually how much they've got to do. do. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Rather than just that 300 calories. Oh, so is that going to happen or is that an idea? It was a proposal that's been put forward by okay. somebody. I don't suppose it'll happen because the yeah. food industry are not very good at labelling stuff. So do you reckon at some point, like, say, uh, uh, a large box of beer, they just say, just forget <laughs> it. <laughs> like, or a couple of years. Long walk. Yeah. Speaking of marathons, I, I'm doing the Gloucester Marathon. Are you? Oh, fantastic. Yeah, on the 7th. Will you be there as a VIP waving us off or something? Are you starting it or anything? I very much doubt it, but I could be there and offer moral support. I need more than moral support. I need a pair of legs. <laughs> what, do you, what, what, what new pair of legs halfway around? Uh, well, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So that's going to be quite fun. I've never so, run that far before in my so, life. So how's the training going? Slowly. Well, it's got till August. I'm running cool. about 10, 10 miles about three times a week. Oh, that's fantastic. That's so, right. I, have you got a, a structured plan in place? And Well, I kind of need to start going up by a mile or two each week, really. Right, okay. And the idea is, this is a bit counterintuitive, you don't need to get up 26 miles, whereas my brain's going, I need to know I can do it. But everyone said, no, you get to about 22, it'll be fine. The last four you See, can do. I always thought that, because I, I did have ambitions of running the London Marathon once, you know, and then I found beer. Um, <laughs> but I always thought that, right, I would have to train and do be th- doing 30 miles. Right, so then, to get so over then, it. To get over yeah, it, to yeah, know yeah. you can do it, to be confident that you're not going to yeah. look like an idiot on the day and, and do that. But they do recognise, obviously, interviews and stuff, they say that the buzz and everything gets you, gets you going, the crowd and everything. So I've never done one before. I'm not getting any younger. If I don't win soon, I won't be able to do it. That's, that's basically it. There is, isn't there a gentleman who does the London Marathon, still keeps on doing it, he's like 90-something. Yeah, I know, but he's probably so been doing it for ages. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> we better, can I just say, we've had, uh, our, the Casatron's been on the... Oh, hello. ...saying good morning, boys. Put and I haven't, morning, an ans- I haven't answered. Go on. Sorry. Morning. Morning. Hello. She hasn't met Buzzer. She's yeah. one of your constituents. Oh. Right, that's a bit of a troublemaker. Oh. Is she? Yeah. Well, he is. Oh, no, she is. No, he's fine. Oh, right. <laughs> We're going to play a song now, and I'm going to play the song. I learnt this song last week on the piano, actually. I, I can play all of it. a policeman on your screen? Uh, I just tweeted some of them out, and a policeman come up. <laughs> As you do, uh, they're oh. watching us. Uh, this, website? this is called Twitter. You may have Se- heard of it. Sexyofficers.com. What are you on there Twitter? for? Twitter. Twitter, have you heard of that? <laughs> no. No, <laughs> never. So this one is uh, Skylar Grey. Oh, we like this. We like this. This is called Moving Mountains. Have you um, learnt it now, then? Uh, I have learned all of it, yeah. Good. And the chord sequences are interesting. Oh. There's a lot of uh, E flat and a bit of F and stuff like that in it as well. Mm. So this is called uh, Moving Mountains. It was a new release last week. I don't know what chart. I don't know if we can work out what chart uh, entry it came in at. I'll um, get on it. If you What's could. the song called? It's called Skylar Grace Moving Mountains. This is what it sounds like. The video as well, if you look at that, it's got lots of snow and it has to be filmed with a drone. It has to be. Definitely. I know that, because I got one. I just want to show the world what I'm worth. Don't want to be stuck like everybody else. I want more. 
Thanks, Jules. Love it, love it, love it. Watching that song? Well, we played it last week. Obviously, what do you I, think? I of liked it? it. It's all right. Is it not your cup of banana? No, I, I could imagine it being a, a nice song for like when you chilled out in the yeah. like, lining the Naked. bath or something like that. Out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but. <laughs> What? Yeah. what are you laughing at? It's not nineties dance, <laughs> you is it? Say naked. Well, he gets naked in the bath, doesn't he? No. Oh, you're... no wetsuit. You have oh. to wear wetsuits in the bath. <laughs> yeah, stay safe. <laughs> stay safe. Stay clean. <laughs> wear a wetsuit. A bit like I don't know. Can't say that. Steady. Uh, MTV Movie Awards. Warner Brothers Studios, California, USA. The music channel's tongue-in-cheek nod to the film industry. That's going on at the moment. And the golf, something about the Masters continues. Something, I don't know. Yeah, you're not into your golf, Andy. Yeah. Oh, you got some golf clubs, haven't you? I have, yeah. Bats. Golf, golf, bats. Golf, golf, golf bats. Golf bats. Golf bats. I, I went to Barry sticks. for his cricket match. <laughs> yeah. Do you, I found the... Um, cricket sticks. Remember me and you went for that game of nines oh, yeah. around the thing, and you got stuck in the water. And oh, yeah. Up. I found that on my phone the other day before was I that, switched phones. Did... That, was that just me and you? Yes. Oh, yeah. That was when we, uh, yeah, that was ages ago. Dave, That's Dave Badley, I, I did one with Dave Badley as well, and he did, I did another one of them. So you oh, got form then? 
Oh, hang on. Was it you and that he commented on it? But I think, yeah, he may have done that. Uh, yeah. Because well, no, no, I was switching phones and um, then looked at the... Um, Going through the stuff that you want to keep, I was like, "Oh, I remember that." Oh, it was, it really was funny. good. It was, it was funny. Well, it wasn't anyway, funny. At where all. did you play? Uh, at a golf course. Yeah, which one? Yeah. Um, Thornbury. Yeah, Thornbury. Oh, right, yeah. Thornbury, cheap one. Way to go. Uh, was yeah, it the and, eight, and he was treating. So yeah, it was, oh, it was okay. in the nine hole, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. tax deductible, it's meant. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah business lunch. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you know, Actually, you know. They, did, they did a nice burger afterwards. As well. It was a lovely burger. Yeah. Well, well, I could eat a burger now. I could eat a burger. Can we get on that? No. Valerie Singleton, ex presenter of Blue Peter, is how old today? She's got to be, I'm not looking, she's got to be 78. No, oh, you are good, 79. Oh, blimey. Oh, yeah. 1937, she was born. Michael Learned, or Learned, American actress. Oh, Michelle. But that's pronounced M- Michael. She played Olivia Walton, the mother, in The Waltons. How old is she today? She's got to be 90. 77. Oh, oh. rubbish. Uh, Dennis Quad, American actor, films include The Day After Tomorrow and uh, Wyatt Earp. Dennis Quaid. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's Don't all. correct him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, every week I do, it kicks off Dennis every Dennis Quad, week. did I say Dennis yeah, Quad? Did, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one week and one week only. Yeah, well, <laughs> 62, he is, 162. Okay. 162. Uh, Ian Duncan Smith, uh, British politician, or ex-politician, whichever, ex-leader of the Conservatives, although you might not remember him, he is 62. Okay. Really? I wouldn't have... He's had a downhill paper, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 1954 he was born. Well, to be fair, he did try and, like I said, be leader of the Conservative Party. Failed. Tried to um, engineer the uh, what's going on now. Failed. Um, yeah, but he's got some morals, hasn't he? I mean, if he's basically, regardless of what you think, if he said, I don't, I'm not having that, you've messed up a load of pensioners, I'm off. He could have done that about four years he ago. messed when, up a load when, of pensioners. Yeah. <laughs> did he? Oh, allegedly. Oh. He, what he messed with or messed <laughs> up? Messed up. Careful. He's um, not been very he's about as popular as Michael Gove. Oh yes. So Michael Gove's quite popular now since <laughs> since he got rid of the education. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh Rachel Stevens, who's retweeting oh, out with my tweets. Uh, English singer was with S Club Seven before deciding to go solo. Mm. Before deciding to ditch music and credibility and go on strictly come dancing. She is she now back that, with though. S Club Seven and she is 35, 38. She's oh, only a year older than me. Oh. How old are you oh. then? I keep forgetting he's a young... He's a puppany. Whippersnapper. Yeah. God, he's 28 years younger than you. A pup? Yeah. <laughs> what, a dog pup or a... What? Well, pups are the name you is give to offspring of many, a... of many animals. It's a sort of familiar... Um... one you were going with. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, when I got up this morning, I was, where could this show go today? I've got to be careful just to say the wrong thing. Downhill. I don't think we'd go here, to be honest. Well, yeah. you should know you're going to come in here and we'd be talking a load of pup. <laughs> <laughs> So this is an interesting one. You may remember this. In fact, Phil Meek probably will remember this. Uh, King, King Henry V was <laughs> crowned King of England. Uh, dried milk was patented. And Warner Brothers premiered the first 3D film on this day. we got a full list here. It wasn't exactly yeah. the same day, though, was it? Not on the same day, no. I was going to say, that would have been impressive. History, yeah. <laughs> I think 3D was done a couple of days after uh, Henry V was crowned. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, where's all the... Hang on, this. Oh, that's no good. Uh, well, it's just... It's, I wanted the whole list. Uh, there you go. Got it here. Uh, Henry V was crowned King of England. We just did that. British Captain Robert Jenkins had one of his ears cut off by the Spanish Coast Guards, leave it, leading eventually to the War of the Jenkins Ear between Britain and Spain. I've never heard of that. Who knew? Yeah. Wow. It's amazing what people go to war over nowadays. It's terrible. no bueno, isn't it? No it bueno. Pain. He couldn't wear his glasses after that. Oh, he kept... That's it. That's why he, uh, they kicked off. American, American Civil War... Robert E. Lee surrendered the army of Northern Virginia to Ulysses. Got the S. giggles. What? 
Buzz has got the giggles. Oh. Well, go on. <laughs> My glasses. Grant's My glasses at- falling off. That's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Grant's at oh, a Potomac's courthouse, Virginia, effectively ending the war. And Phil has said good morning. Says hey. when you watched it. Good morning. Oh, yeah. See it? I wonder where he was. Yeah. Says I'm to. Uh, what have uh-huh. you got? Oh, you got Apple. one of them, though, have you? Yeah. Oh, I was going nice. to get one of them. I was going to get one. I got mine for work, you see. And it, I just happened to wear it all the time. Oh. Oh, oh I thought you might come in here wearing your Google glasses. Oh, I got this. They don't, they don't, well, they, they still work, but they're not supported anymore. They stopped the program. Oh, yeah, I, did, I didn't know so, they were supported. But no, we, we're doing a lot of work now. We, so I've got boxes of wearable, all different types of wearable tech. Have you? Very cool. Wearable tech? Mm. So like all the all the fitness trackers, all that sort of stuff. See, I've so been if, 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 if you want a fitness tracker for your uh, for your training, I could I could. Oh. And if, as long as I can have the data afterwards, then, uh, oh, no. then you can borrow that. <laughs> Is it Android wear? Uh, both. So uh, no, actually, yeah, I've got a mixture. It's better, uh, though, isn't it? Android wear. Um. Allegedly, uh, the a lot of the stuff we're doing is yeah, it, it works on both platforms. It's all native stuff. So problem is though, uh, iOS Apple won't allow Android Wear to talk to the same level that it does to an Android phone, yeah. phone which is why I binned my iPod, my iPad, and my um, well, I haven't been the iPad, my phone, and got one of these Huawei two SIM ones. Mm. Which um, are you not going to use the iPhone six again then? No, I've given it to Stu. Mm. Well, I need two SIMs, and I don't want to have two phones, and Apple two will never do a two-SIM phone, so... Yeah. And, to be honest, this now works, so I can interact with it. In fact, Lee's just texted in and said, uh... He's watch, by the way, listen. Flying it at uh, <laughs> one o'clock. Now, that Ian said that. That's, it's all very serious this morning. Bring back Banter Claws. Who's that from? Lee. Banter Claws. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, Lee is a... coming in here next week. Mm-hmm. Oh, when I'm not here? Yeah. I'll have to see if yeah. I can tune in. Are you not here next week? He didn't tune into this show when he's not in, did he? You, you hear me banging about this. I'm on he's tour off, with off my to Sweden. band to Sweden oh, on yeah. Wednesday. Of course, you know, I had seen that, actually. Yeah, I'll right. take it back. Okay. So I won't be here next week. So Lee's going to come in. So Andy was going to come Lee, at one point. he's going to come in here. That's fine. Lee's going to sit where you're sitting. Right. He's going to sit there. I'm going to adjust the chair so it's over Because he is naturally funny. Did you want to listen to his funny thing again? <laughs> let me just play it again. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, well, let me just play it again, all right? Because, hang on, what got me, got me mouses all over the place. Let me just drop that, turn that off. Press this and see if we can fade it in at the same time. Hello, this is Lee from the My Steak Massive, and you're listening to the 7FM Breakfast Show with the hilarious Andy Clark. That's me. And, oh, what's his name? Idiot. Andy. <laughs> yeah? What's his name again? I can't remember. It's Paul Summit. You know, you're not so funny sidekick on the radio. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I know. He's Paul an idiot. Co- yeah, idiot. that's him. You got him. Oh, all cock. There you oh, go. I better start this again. <laughs> <laughs> I think you find it's Al Cock, because there's only one L in my name. Uh, I think you'll find it's all cock. <laughs> I think that's what it is, isn't it? <laughs> no, not strictly speaking, but I don't want to get pedantic about it. Well, exactly. All cock, small cock. No, hang on. <laughs> no, that's not right, is it? I can't say that. You know, when people do say, sh- they do say, oh, and then they go small, they go, like, Here, bacon, schmacon. Have a spade. Oh, <laughs> cock, small. No, that don't work. Well, it does work, it unfortunately. Does work. <laughs> yeah. So, apparently, Sir Winston Churchill uh, was made an honorary citizen of the United States in 1963. I bet he was chuffed with that. Oh, I yeah. bet he was as well. The first British-built Concorde made its maiden flight from Filton to RAF Fairford in oh. 1969. I was there, and I watched it. Really? really? And I, yes, and I was four. And I also watched the very last one land in 2002 at Filton. Well, yes, well. Yes, I, I watched that. Yeah, we went down and stood on the A38. All the way down the A38 was closed. Mm. Uh, oh, we got another message from Lee. Lee is saying, uh, what's he saying? Oh. Oh, I've got to read it on here. Can't, can't say. Keep talking. Sorry. <laughs> it's great, great radio. It is more serious today. It yeah. is, isn't it? Yeah. But, but we've done my 
with the Concord thing, I, I've been on the Concord as, as <laughs> when it's been static um, down at Filton. Okay. And the uh, and what the pilots did is because obviously it extends in flight. Yeah. But and then they they wedge their captain's hats. That's right. Into in between two bits. Then obviously as it landed, it, it all shook back up ah, again. Yeah. And you now can't take the take ca- caps out. They're right. just there. Okay. It's quite, epic. quite funny. Um, they pop their cap in uh, their uh, thing. Bulkhead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is Paul's <laughs> last show, it says. <laughs> yeah! <Ooh. laughs> Good luck with it. Do you feel mate? slightly sick now? The, uh, just going to tell him the pay's rubbish, the conditions are awful, or you get a free cup of coffee. Yeah. That's not no. a bad coffee. No, the coffee's quite nice, to be fair. Or oh, sometimes you get a chocolate biscuit. So, Archbishop of Canterbury, this is breaking news. Justin uh, Welby yeah. completely surprised after DNA tests... Results. What are they then? What are his results? Reveals. It's not that breaking. That, that his dad isn't his dad. Who's his dad then? He's, a, he's a different chap. You're ruining wow. the news. That's on the front pages, yeah. Yeah. yeah but this is, this is up to date. I just think breaking if you'd already printed this off yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> different breaking. Ah. Yeah, it was Winston Churchill's private secretary. Really? S- sired him. <laughs> his mother was apparently quite surprised. But she did confess having a fling with him in the days leading up to their marriage. So Lee's saying, have I not told him yet? Is that it? Yeah, have I not showed you yet? Oh, I work in my notice. Yeah. That's all right, I've been on a yop scheme for so the last six months. He is quite funny, <laughs> and I think he will fit in where you've left yeah, off. Yeah, well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Lee's replaced you from a nemesis perspective. Yeah, yeah but good, you luck. Know. good luck to him. I'm going to listen in, and every so, mistake I should be tweeting. So not you know up where to the usual standards at 7FM. So I started doing that, but then the amount of mistakes, I was just like, I'm, I'm running out of bandwidth. I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> run, out of, run out of battery, <laughs> run out of bandwidth, run out of everything. It's, uh, oh, you know, dear. Paul's an easy target. No offence, mate. It's fine. I'm none taken. Ah. You know. <laughs> but uh, what else is going on, then? Uh, the first Boeing 737 made its maiden flight in 1967. Wow. wow. That's a long time ago. It is. Well, actually, That's it's... 40... 48 years ago. It's also... 49 years ago. Is it some... I can't remember. 49 but, but years? But it's the anniversary of uh, Frank Whittle's jet engine. Oh, is well, it? Because there's some there's some event going on uh, this week or some. Oh, not, on the week, way not this afternoon, is it? But, um, Will it be at the Jet Engine Museum, the Jet Age Museum? Could where is that? Be. Next uh, to Stamford. Really where, good. Where I go, I, well, I go to the airport. You know where the builders' point. merchant is? If you come out of the oh, yeah, road, yeah, it's just round there. Free entry, I think. Yeah, staff, yeah. staffed by very knowledgeable volunteers. Really good. Worth a day out with the children. That's okay. what I'm I really want to go. It's good. Okay, I could take my drone and fly around. You could do, yeah. Don't stop me. No, be fine. You know, you know, I can fly this drone, right, uh, three miles away from... Uh, from really? Yeah. Well, as long as it's in line of sight, you're all right. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> legally, yeah. And yeah. Then, yeah, I mean, as long as it's not white or anything, yeah, exactly. then it, it no, wouldn't blend in. It's got flashing light. lights on it, so... Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> Southampton striker Alan Shearer became the youngest player to score a hat-trick in the top division in what year? The 17-year-old did it on his full-league debut in the 4-2 victory against Arsenal. 88, reason, oh, I guess. Oh, what? You've... There. I swear, it's not on the page. It is 88. No way! Yeah, you've done well there. Well, yes. You win a prize. I don't even you know. You win prize! I don't even know they were at football. Yeah. Don't you? You, you're, you're, you played five well, a side. I do, I played last night, yeah. As anyone last night would testify, I know nothing about football. <laughs> uh, it was hard work. I couldn't run, I couldn't kick the ball, everything went wrong. It's rubbish. Normal week at the gym, then? Rubbish, rubbish. I think I was down to a fatigue, or a fatigue. Fatigue? Yeah, fatigue. Trace sweet fatigue. Which was the funniest French word we ever learnt in school, because fatigue, you'd look for anybody in the room that was a bit overweight and say Why look at me? No, I didn't. I was yeah, he did. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, no, I don't. I was yeah, mimicking the looking that. around a classroom. Yeah, I saw no, it. He looked around. Oh, oh I saw gotta, it. He's got to bring up the fact that he's looking at me again. Yeah, I know he's not wearing red today, though. 
yeah. <laughs> Definitely not. David Cameron's defended a government leaflet promoting EU membership, saying that the £9 million is uh, money well spent, and that's it, dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. Uh, I've seen the leaflets, so I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a record £35.1 million lotto jackpot, the biggest prize ever won in the UK game, has been claimed by a single ticket. Yep. Not a person. I was going to say, gentlemen. Yeah. I was going to tell you later. That. Oh, imagine that. What would you do if some? What would you? What's I bet you get an awful lot of friends really quickly. Oh, you wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't tell anyone. You wouldn't I'd buy seven FM off you. Would you? For about half of that, I'd sell it for that. And I shut it down. I was going to say. <laughs> 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 I shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Full production is resumed at the Cumbrian factory, which flooded in December. McVitie's, uh, leading to a national biscuit shortage. Oh. Yeah. Fr- friends of mine work. Well, try to work there, and obviously it's uh, been put down. It's interesting that they, um, there was a lot of talk about whether they would actually shut up shop. Really? Because um, where it what, is... What, unfold? Yeah, because... What, not the, not the company? No, but that factory. Ah. Um, because where it is, it's actually in it. It's flood, that's the third or fourth time it's now flooded. Do you um, see these friends very often? Uh, sometimes. Just they give you free hobnobs. biscuits? Well, I'm just trying to work out how often he uh, hobnobs with them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He's miss, missed this level of wit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Must be some more biscuit jokes we can do. Yeah, you, you're making him go crackers. Stop it. <laughs> I was about to do that. Who yeah. <laughs> you? Tenuous, oh, tenuous, so, tenuous. That's like gold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any more? Uh, yeah. Uh, so just, just see if you can digest that. Oh, that he's one. good. Like that one. Yeah. Like that one. I think we might be... to think of, desperately think of biscuits. <laughs> we need to make this more interesting. I think we're uh, bourboning people. <laughs> bourboning. <laughs> that was rubbish. Oh... <laughs> Boring? No, I don't know. I'm yeah. running out of them now. What else do they make? Custard creams? Yeah, get that <laughs> in. How do you grow that custard cream into that? <laughs> I'm sure we could work on it if we had a few points. Uh, Brexit campaigners are angry that the government is spending more than £9 million on sending a leaflet to every UK house, setting out the case for remaining in the European Union. Is that just after they sent up their leaflet? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I say, exactly. Just say. Yeah. balance, we might get it. Yeah, yeah. Saint, uh, Sainsbury's supermarket chain uh, is stopped running its brand match scheme, which gives yeah. money back when branded goods are cheaper at rival Asda. Because all Asda would have to do for a week is reduce everything and watch Sainsbury's go bankrupt. They <laughs> wouldn't, actually, because they got lots of dodge. What Sainsbury's they? said was that... Um, serious again. Um, they're, um, they only do it if you purchase ten items or more. Ah. And most people ah. don't purchase ten items. Ah. They go in... Well, people are now... Shopping a lot more um, on a daily basis rather really? than going up in the shop. Oh, for a week. I can do that. We have a big, massive one week. I have seen the message from Phil. Well. Yeah. yeah, Phil's causing trouble, isn't he? He is actually. He's, He's getting his own back on He's me. He's just said, "Can you give Lee a Wednesday night show as well?" <laughs> That's from Phil. <laughs> well, well, I've said to him, a gap. "Yeah, it's, there is a gap, big gap. Uh, well, a little gap. <laughs> Compliment that, there, yeah, yeah it wasn't that big." <laughs> um, but Lee's going to looking at doing some sort of motoring show with a bit of music, a bit of banter, a bit of Welsh. In Top it. gear, yeah. Top Gear. That's coming back in autumn. It is. Yeah. But I'm going to boycott it. Why? Because I just think that uh, they've used us, licensed players, to build their career on the radio and TV. All oh, BBC sorry, the stuff. Amazon Yeah, one. all That's BBC. Not... And Jeremy yeah. Gobson has decided to stuff it all off yeah. because he hit someone yeah. and then made a big deal out of it and reported it himself, you know, uh, and now he's going to go, he's, take, he's taking the other two with him and they can get lost as well now and uh, they're going to Amazon uh, on the back of us, me, us three, here. Yeah. Mm. What, we're giving them a lift? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
course, when it comes out, I'll watch it. Well, uh, yeah. It won't be called. Top, they can't call it Top no, Gear. No, no, no. What they trying to call it? They, they, there's a name, and Amanda showed it to me, and I was like, "Oh, Bottom Gear." Yeah, Bottom Gear. It could be called Bottom, bottom Gear. gear. <laughs> that would be really funny. <laughs> Is it called Bottom Gear? I bet Lee would know. He knows everything. So this oh, motoring, he will have to tell us face to face next week. This, yeah, he won't be able to tell me face to face. Of course, you're not here, are you? Next, week? I might. So I, oh, no, oh, I forgot you weren't here next week. Well, you, well, you know, you had the invite to come. Like, when are you going then? Uh, we fly it Wednesday morning. Oh yeah, and we land at quarter to seven. Yeah, and we got a gig at eight eight pm. Oh wow, <laughs> which is going to be interesting. That's, you're, it's going to be rubbish. It's going to be knackered, aren't I? Yeah, I wouldn't go. We've been travelling all day. Uh, I'll tell you what we should do, though. We should uh, we should play another song, because we've only played two in the uh, hour we've been talking about <laughs> stuff. That's in a poster. It's quite not... I mean, this is more of a show for uh, me and you, really, today, Paul, isn't it, I think, to be fair? How do you work that one? Well, I don't know. But this one is a bit of White Snake. Four for your loving. It is indeed. Do you like White Snake, Bar? Uh, could eat whole Hey! We'll be back after this. We're going to play a bit of back-to-back from Level 42 after the news, and then we'll be back after our coffee. Can I just say, oh, MDF is listening... Oh, he won't be listening. Right up his street. He won't be listening. It's all about him.
Northwest Gloucester. And You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, Barry Kirby, and Paul Ryan Alcock on 7FM. 7FM.
top. We play your music on 7FM. Uh, indeed, we do play your music and my music and Barry and Paul's music as well. That takes me right back, that song. It's good, isn't it? That reminds me of you, that song. That's in uh, D, you can play it on the piano. I can. I can. You need to learn a bit of slap bass. Indeed. Uh, So we've got Ryan's going to be calling us in a minute. Ryan and uh, his guys are doing, or they they, they run 7 Sport, and uh, they're going to be coming back to 7FM. They left in 2014, I think it was, quite a while ago. And uh, their show is on at midday today. They're going to tell us about the show. Oh, I hope so. Good. I hope so, indeed. Looking forward to that. So if you're listening, Ryan, ring now. Yeah, <laughs> we've read the link three minutes early. Yeah, because we've run out of stuff to talk about. No, we haven't, that's not true. So, clothing. The new boss of Marks and Sparks has ordered a turnaround of its clothing business, describing sales as unsatisfactory. So I buy clothes from Marks and Sparks because mm-hmm. they do short stuff. Do they? So I have a 29-inch... Like short yeah. What? Short stuff for short <laughs> Exactly. I have a 29-inch... So you um, shopping high and mighty? No. It's short and stumpy. Exactly. <laughs> I have a 29-inch leg. So do I. 29 and a half, yes. actually. So, therefore, you will be able to go and buy the, uh, straight off the peg, without any alterations, the trousers in, uh, Marx's. I don't want to go, I can't shop in Marks and Spencer's. It's too, too can't market for you. <laughs> it's where my dad goes, I think. Marks and Spencer's, it's classy. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, you got, not got a Sparks card. No? Oh. I only go, uh, anywhere designer wear, as you probably know. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> <laughs> a picture paints a thousand words. A badger, who's uh, really on really. the hand? Yeah, oh, no, that's a bird. On the wrist, yeah. Uh, Princess William. <laughs> Prince William. Princess <laughs> William. Breaking news on 7 FM. <laughs> All Prin- the phones go in. Uh, Prince. Oh, is it? Right, let's answer it then. So let's, uh, let's, the let's go for it. Let's see what happens. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Wrong one. There oh, you go. wrong button. Hello. Oh, you're right. Yeah, Ryan. How's it going? Not too bad yourself. Yeah, not too bad. Maybe got Barry, Barry Kirby, member in. Hello. Yeah, yeah, I remember Barry. How are you? Not too bad yourself. Yeah, yeah. Well. And we <laughs> and we got Paulie boy. Nobody talks to Paulie. We've met. Ne- I don't think we've met. <laughs> no, so, I don't think we've met either. So your show is coming back to Seven FM on at twelve o'clock today till two. What's it going to be about, mate? Uh, believe it or not, sport. Um, yeah. <laughs> we, we we tend to concentrate on football because yeah. we we mm. mainly. Uh, Divulging football, but we do dip into other sports: F1, rugby, uh, cricket. Obviously, after England's performance in the uh, 2020 World Cup. Yeah. Um, but no, we try to just keep it local for long periods of the time. Good man. Um, and hopefully, this show we can uh, concentrate on keeping it even local, even more. Wow, that's fantastic! And how long Seven Sport been going now? Um, Is it the same length oh. as Seven FM or longer? Well, we started out um, on Seven FM. That was sort of the it was 7FM that caused us to properly form into something. Brilliant. Um, originally, we were Tigers Radio for Gloucester City Football Club. Oh, I remember that, yeah. And we thought, well, we're not going to do every away game, and we do like doing radio. So we looked to branch out. Yeah. 7FM were there. You guys took us on. Yep. Um, and myself and Matt, and at the time, uh, mm-hmm. a young uni student called Dan. Yeah. We used to come up to the studio every other Saturday when Gloucester were playing away, and to the show and yeah loved it so we just started doing more and more of it really and seven sport was born on the back of seven fm really fantastic that's great to know mate. yeah yeah and you're back again that's great welcome back so it starts at 12 today uh it's ryan and matt anybody else on there kelsey he's uh the press officer for gloss seat football club fantastic um, he's a uni student so he uh, dodges the taxes <laughs> um, he's, he's a good kid he likes to uh he likes to put in his two cents every now and then. A lot of the time it doesn't make sense, but 
Hey, hey. Young, you'll I, I appreciate that, mate. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> I've got two guys in here I have to put up with. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to tell them to their face, to be honest. Oh, but, you sometimes, know. sometimes, <laughs> the backache I have from carrying people I know. beyond the joke. Oh, we should talk about this. <laughs> we, should, uh, we, need to get, we need to get therapy, I think. Just, uh, just yeah, quickly talk... Just chiropractor, <laughs> Indeed. Just talking about uh, Gloucester uh, very quickly. What's happened now with their ground and stuff? Because uh, the last uh, that sort of all went a bit wrong after the floods, didn't it? Is that all sorted now, or is it still up in the air, or...? What's happening? It's like? close. It's close to as close as it could have been. Um, they're still pretty far away, in my opinion. Um, right. But more more diehard fans will have different opinions. But, yeah. Uh, it's not too long now before we see Gloucester back in Meadow Park. I think. Oh, that'd be good. Um, all they've got to concentrate on really is getting it right on the pitch and yeah. uh, keeping in uh, the National League North. If they can stay in the, the league by the time they get back to the new stadium, then. They can actually build on something, and Gloucester can be uh, a great city with both a great rugby team and a great football team again. Indeed, indeed. Fantastic. Hey, well, it's been great talking to you this morning, mate. Thanks for calling Lovely in. Great to speak to you guys as well. Thank you very much. And we'll look forward to listening to you at 12 o'clock today. Thank you. I enjoy it. Catch you later, mate. Bye. Bye. Great talking to Ryan there. Great talking to Ryan. Yeah, it 12, so 12 o'clock. 12 o'clock, you're going to yeah, listen? Yeah, listening, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. They'll be sat in here doing all their stuff. Indeed. Yes, indeed. Indeed. That'll indeed. be good. It is interesting going and just thinking about how far things have come, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Suddenly, you know, since... I mean, I remember actually meeting them when we were digging out... The Over front, there. That front garden. They came up, the didn't studio. they? Yeah. yeah. And Sorry, you digging out the what? So the front, the front car park area of the yeah. of the old studio yeah. was that was completely over overweeded and oh, and we right. literally had to get in with spades and oh clear it until Andy then when spoke to his mate <laughs> yes. come in with his big, big spray hundred and twenty thousand quid worth of tractor yeah, yeah. <laughs> and his mate just turned around and said there you go mate have the keys sprayed it and in. which Andy then went white and then yeah. what you expect me to drive it yeah like, yeah, Did yeah you yeah, get to drive on. the tractor yeah yeah oh. I, and uh, I had it uh, like, don't crash it and then I I had my little tractor as we were doing it with my tractor to start with it was like this. This is, this is doing it, oh, this hard right. work. <laughs> My bucket's a quarter of a turn. His bucket's two turn. Right. Two enough. turn bucket, they call him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, um... Which is funny enough, Barry's nickname. Oh! <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I don't know why I said that, because I don't know if it was you. I, yeah, well, I know I feel guilty now. I take it back. Good. So I'll dig you out of a hole here. <laughs> Thank no, you. No oh, pun intended. No pun intended. Bucket, yeah. So will they be covering, uh, Seven Sport, will they be covering your cricket match? I don't. Oh, I should have mentioned. You should have asked him, shouldn't you? See, that would be perfect. Well, just drop him Drop him a tweet. Yeah, to Seven Sport. Yep. Come along. Yeah. That would be good. Indeed. I, I'd love to listen to that commentary. It would. And here we are. Uh, and he's yeah. out. Uh, that was, <laughs> that was a, a shorter. Coming into run uh, running into bowl now is Barry Kirby. Oh, no, he just had to stop for a breather. Uh, no, he's off again. <laughs> stop for a Mackie D's. <laughs> Mackie D's. <laughs> no, we, we, we've, been, uh, we've been told that the team talk is going to be largely involved before we begin. Right, he's a pint of gin. <laughs> Get on with it. <laughs> yes. And will whatever you, um, happens, happens. Water won't be allowed. <laughs> will you wear a helmet? Don't be so filthy. Uh, oh, yes, sorry. I believe so. <laughs> well, apparently, I mean, because I, I don't know, I didn't have pads or anything, and um, I oh, assume that you not. just you're like, oh, you, you, you need a, uh, you need a box. Yeah, you need a box. Like, oh, yeah, okay. not a, a cardboard one to keep it in. I was like. I was like Okay, I guess that isn't the sort of thing you really want to borrow from people. Okay, no, no. Enough. Well, you can get some special spray to clean it. Yeah, so... Anyway, I've got so one you can borrow. Well, well hang on, I'll sit back on. I'd have to find a smaller one. I was going to say, I need a large one, so it's... Uh, it's got a box cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> so you've oh, talked yeah. about helmets, boxes and pads. <laughs> yeah. Where is this conversation going, guys? What about your thigh protector? Have you got one of them? No, I haven't. Okay. Do you have to wear a thong? <laughs> is, no. that, is, that, is that recommended? <laughs> 
No, not at, not at, not at no, that level. Not. not at that level. Um, uh, oh, all... here we go. Not at that level. Um, um, yeah, um, but the bowlers aren't going to oh, be bowling so fast that you're no. going to break a leg. But if it hit you in the head, it would hurt. But yeah. you've got the, um, the, the their wingers, wingers team, the professional team as well. Uh, they've chucking a team in. Yeah. So, okay. Why don't um, you I play, Big Mouth? I'll play. I don't mind. I've the, still um, got on my cricket kit. <laughs> The have you? Yeah, of course I have. Why don't you just dress up as... A, if, I, if we have fancy dress, can you come as a cricketer? I can come as a cricketer if you want. <laughs> I've still got my 1980s uh, aerobics unitard that I used to wear. Well, what I tell I'd everybody... Wear that. Oh, I'd say we're having fancy dress. It's a theme, a sport theme. He'd, come as, he'd be the only one because no one else would turn out. I wouldn't <laughs> tell anyone else. He'd come up, what's Paul... Why's he got his cricket kit on? Is <laughs> he got with, with a cricket kit? <laughs> with a unitard over the top. <laughs> What sort of freak is he? Uh, well, yeah. And I just say, don't mention. So, uh, what I would do is tell everybody. I'd announce it over the mic before you turned up because yours come late. Yeah. I'd just say, uh, <laughs> he's uh, he's having counselling at the moment. <laughs> he, he played cricket once and he got kicked out of the team. And uh, he's, he's got an issue at work. Uh, they're they're <laughs> taking him to court because he, he wears his cricket gear <laughs> all the time. And uh, it'd be like, as you come <laughs> out, I'd play the. And then I'd just like, you come in and say, what? And kick off, and it'd be like it'd be brilliant. Start hitting people with your bat. Yeah, stick. Oh dear, racket. cricket stick. Yeah, cricket, cricket stick. racket. <laughs> cricket racket. Yeah, so uh, oh, that's dear. happening anyway. Um, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> so NHS junior doctors are returning to work this morning following their fourth two-day walkout. Good for them. I'm on their side. I am. Yeah, Pete's Pete. You're talking to a right old socialist, aren't you? I, like I that. am. Yeah, well yeah. Done. I think it's as you get older, isn't it? You sort of when you. Uh... Well, it's like caring about people. Yeah, oh, not... can I tell Barry my story uh, about the MP? I'll make it quick. Oh yeah, go on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's actually quite sad. I go to the funeral. So Lawrence Robertson's. Yeah. Sort of. I don't know what's his, the main man that works for him. What do you call him? Uh, uh, political p- agent. Political assistant. Yeah. I was at school with very good oh, friends okay, of the yeah, family. Yeah. Known them all, uh, and uh, unfortunately died very young. Yeah. Uh, you probably just read about it. So I went to the funeral and the MP was there and gave a eulogy and that was all very sad and and then there was the call it the wait when you all have a yep. meet together. Anyway, this poor old guy and even even the family f- saw the funny side of this. This poor old chap wasn't feeling well and he was sick. And as he was sick, he ran out of the door trying to hold. <laughs> it was going oh, everywhere. No. Anyway, I was sat down. He ran behind me and I kind of like, oh god, that was horrible. And then about ten minutes later, a woman came up to me and she went, is, is, "There's someone your coat." Do you want me to go and clean it? Is that? And I went, oh, that would be so kind of you. I said, I'd, I'm not sure I'd, I'd struggle a bit. Anyway, so she went off. Ten minutes later, I'm thinking, oh, she's been gone a long time. I'm about to go and see if she's all right. Went into the other room. The MP's in there cleaning sick off my coat. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> How important does that make me? That's <laughs> nice. And I walked and I stopped and I think, I wasn't expecting to see that. <laughs> <laughs> so I did go over and say, this is probably outside your uh, constituency duties. Would you like me to finish it off? Very easy. So but Jack, fair play to him. Fair well. play to him. He didn't think that was above him, you know, beneath him to do it. He doesn't really talk to me that much, to be fair. He's so. quite a nice guy. Should I get a Christmas card from him every year? Very nice, yeah. There you go. True story. The Foreign Office has revealed that requests for information about the recruiting uh, about recruiting a butler and the address of shops selling English bacon were among the bizarre calls made to British consular staff in the last year. Oh, yeah, I read that, yeah. Weird. Do yeah. you get that a lot? Me? Down the docks? Yeah. Okay. Uh, wounds. Two boys are recovering in hospital after receiving neck wounds during an opening night performance of Sweeney Todd at a school in Auckland, New Zealand, where a real razor was used by accident. That is just ridiculous. You just which idiot let that happen? Neck wounds. That don't sound good. Great name for a band. <sighs> neck wounds. Yeah. yeah. Good name for. Oh, we rename ourselves because we. Well, you'd have thought that somebody would have monkey face. Right. And go. 
Nobody bring in a real razor. Yeah. It's just not it's funny. Just, oh no! Oh nobody! I thought you said everyone. That's that what they. Been, <laughs> everybody <laughs> bring in fatal. <laughs> that could have been fatal, <laughs> couldn't it? Could, yeah. Cut, cut the jugular. Or he could have been killed. Yeah. <laughs> Either. Uh, also good to laugh at near death. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, yeah. <laughs> Fre- French MPs have passed a law that makes it illegal to pay for sex. Yeah, you've had to cancel your holiday now, haven't you? Oh, I'm not going to France again. <laughs> that's the only reason I go there. Uh, that's why I take a suitcase full of cash. <laughs> so hang on, isn't it illegal? Hang on, sorry. Isn't that like saying uh, French MPs have passed a law that makes it illegal to stab people to death? Yeah, but that was already illegal. Yeah, but, but isn't sex it illegal with someone for money wasn't? No, in it's, France. It's oh, not. in France, it's not. No, it, yeah. Is it in the UK? No, it's not. No. What illegal to pay for sex? No. Are you sure? Reasonably. Here's a tenner. What bit of it is illegal? That? <laughs> no, the, you're, you're not allowed to <laughs> curb crawl solicit. It's that bit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. you're not allowed to curb crawl solicit. Yeah. solicit what? Solicit so you can pay someone to have sex with them? I yes. charge people all the time. Do you? Yeah. Is that no, why you're bankrupt? I, 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 I would just qualify re- this with this is not uh, fully paid up legal um, advice <laughs> for anybody. Oh, I think um, it is. <laughs> I think <laughs> you're legally binding. I, I would check with your solicitor first. Um, so hang on, if I wanted to, not that I would ever do this, but if I wanted to go somewhere and pay for sex, yeah. I could do it. If I went to someone's house, like I, next I, door or something. I'd get fed up and keep you in your refunds. Or well, going over and having a chat with the donkeys and um, <laughs> whatever happens, happens for tenor. See, this is what I think the risk of you coming on this show is, because you're just political. He's given his possibility, now he's just digging himself in a big hole. I didn't know that. But then the this government is trying to um, look at changing the law about the way it works. But you've got to remember that you know we don't want um, prostitution itself. You know why, why should the women be um, be the criminals in all of this? Yeah, exactly. It's not, um, it's, it's not their fault in, so, in many ways. So. Isn't it funny though? Isn't it? When, I mean, this is an interesting it's not one. Really that funny? No, it's not. But isn't it strange? <laughs> because if you want to go and pay for a back rub. You can do that. Yeah, which I have done, actually, next <laughs> Tuesday. Okay. I'm See you next one. Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, just be back. Okay. If, But if you want to go and pay for some other... And, and you know, having your back done is quite pleasurable, isn't it? Yeah, apparently, if, yeah. Yeah, if you want to go and pay for something else to be pleasured, then you can't do that, because it's wrong. Why is it wrong? Um... Yeah, and it's a very, very good point, actually. Where's I'm going to ask my masseuse next week. So, hang on. Red buzzer for conversation. <laughs> thanks for the, uh, <laughs> thanks for the bag. <laughs> so, you do the front. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'll just dial the first two nines first. <laughs> so, you're going to Sweden next week. What's the crack with Sweden and sex and laws? Oh, anything. Everyone's naked all the time. No, 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 but what, are they? In jacuzzis. Yeah, in have jacuzzis. You ch- I haven't checked the flight, actually. I wonder if I could get... Um... <laughs> <laughs> I want to do that thing where they go into a sauna and take all your clothes off and then run out and roll around in the snow five minutes and then go back in again. It's is it snowing really out there, there at the moment? Yeah, there is snow out there at the moment, yeah. So hang on, though. Going back to the sex. Um, what, <laughs> um... <laughs> if you insist, I'm going to finish the show first. Have you... <laughs> are you serious about the paying for sex in Sweden? Do you know, I don't know. Camilla, are you listening? If you're listening, tell us what no, the laws I, are. I don't want. I don't want to pay for sex. No, but we wanted to, to clarify it. Nothing, it. But <laughs> <laughs> well, if you'd have been there with a big UK rock band, you would have done. No, wouldn't but you? I, that's no, why we're going. I, it's not. It's not the fact that I want to take, take it, with you. <laughs> take advantage. I just want to know because I am. I am quite actually. I'm quite shocked at what Barry, the lawyer, mm. has told me this morning. <laughs> and um, oh, my legal qualifications. Yes, exactly. Yeah. No, I, I didn't know. know that. I did not know that. Like you guys, sex legal in Sweden? Yeah, if you could. Um, Travolta, John Travolta. Sex is legal in Sweden. Yeah, I think it is. It's legal in most countries. Yeah, otherwise they wouldn't be around, would they? They This is true. It is the oldest oldest profession as well. What is prostitution? Is it? Yeah, but I I mean, like when I was at school, I'm I don't know any of my female friends who went to the careers (laughs) advisor and went, "What do you want to be?" Well, I thought I'd be a prostitute. 
Are you sure? I was having a political debate about that. Uh, I was doing a political speech and I used almost eight of them exact words. So I, really? stole, I stole them before you, before you oh. said them. Yeah. See, I'm in the wrong job. Yeah, a politician. See, not really, because Barry did them first. Because I can put my foot in it as well as he can. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I, I have size, uh, size 13s and I use them both on yeah, the Yeah, that's basis. true, yeah. I've got uh, size 13 if you had both mine together. John Travolta has insisted that he doesn't interfere with his 16-year-old daughter's dating life. Oh, blimey. I so, going. I did as well when I read it, and I thought I should not should not read this, but... So, I wonder if he actually does. I bet he vets everybody, and then he goes in and does the old thing across the eyes, and oh, uh, yeah. pops a cap in their bottom. Mm-hmm. If uh, if they try to uh, even look at her, he will shoot them. I know. They're sorry arse. I got the chainsaw out. I saw my uh, daughter's boyfriend. There was a photo of uh, President Obama and his his children. Yep. And he's got a, um, a daughter who is obviously of dating age. And could you imagine being oh. the young lad who sees sees her maybe in class or something? And, says, oh, and she cracks on I to do- him. Yeah, or, yeah, or whatever. Or you. Like, oh, would you like to? Would like to go on a date? And suddenly you've got so many secret service yeah. people around you. You've got and you're like, oh, I'm going out with the president. I mean, that's got to that's be hard. brilliant. Oh, yeah, that. hard work. Do you want the answer to the sex in Sweden law? Yeah. So it's the Kvinnafrid. Yeah. What uh, is? Protection of women law criminalises paying for sex. Oh. So there. But legalises sex work and it treats prostitution as violence against women, a long-held view among feminists in progressive Sweden. I don't understand that because that contradicts them. It, well, well no, it's, it's not. It's, it's basically means that... It, the, again, the women aren't the criminal in this. Um, so it's, it's you as a you as a man, you cannot pay for sex in, in that. Is that instance. the same in the UK? No. So in the UK, you can do more than you can do in Sweden. What about Deutschland? Not Deutschland. Amsterdam. Holland. Yeah. Well, when I was typing in his prostitution legal, it, the, the cert, first cert suge- suggestion it came up with was Amsterdam, and surprisingly. Oh. Because in, yeah, because in, um, in Germany and stuff like Hamburg and them sort of places. I like Hamburg. They, um, <laughs> it, it is legal. But then they back it up with a whole load of uh, checks others. Um, all the um, girls and women can go and get free health checks and things like that. So. Uh, but, uh, and I, do you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm a firm believer in control what you can't control. And that's the thing. So it's like with drugs and stuff. Alcohol is a big killer and it's a, a drug, isn't it? And I mean, I, I'm not I'm not into drugs or anything like that. I haven't really taken any apart from that once and I was young. I needed the money, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but no, seriously, uh, uh, why why is it that whole alcohol's legal and and you know, Class A drugs aren't legal. Well, that's the big argument, isn't it? Well, there was, yeah, I was going to say that that discussion comes around a lot because I think if they'd known then what they know about now about alcohol, but you've got to remember around, you know, actually not that long ago, alcohol, uh, beer and stuff was the only way that people stayed alive. Oh, yeah, because, because that's all you could drink. So yeah, exactly. I remember that. So, yeah. well, Phil remembers that. Phil Meek, I remember that. Yeah, back in true. the 1700s. So Phil uh, probably knows this as well, but in, so in Amsterdam became responsible for their own prostitution policy when the ban on brothels was lifted in 2000. It's allowed, but it must take place in a legal and transparent manner. So does that so, mean you have to wear so, see-through underwear? <laughs> <laughs> what, you? That'd yeah. be terrible. <laughs> but on that point, there must be... They must have a benchmark now of crime before and after, and they must have... They must be able to prove either way what, what, what the benefit of doing that is. Yeah, no, it's true. There I don't is. know. I don't know. I, I'm asking the question. I'm not oh. stating it, sort of thing. I mean, deba- I mean, the, there is this. It is that wide, wide debate, isn't it? I mean, take things like cannabis and things. Yeah. You know, um, Amsterdam again. It's it's legal for it to be um, used and consumed over there. It's it's not over here. It's um, controlled though over there, isn't it? Allegedly? It's controlled. Um, Licensed cafes, is it? Yeah, I'm not something like that. It's yeah. um, but over here we have a ban on it. Yeah. But it means and the 
really the thinking behind that is it's not because necessarily people think it's really bad in itself, though it is. There is apparently serious serious links now to mental health issues. Oh yeah, um, but that's more to do with the strength of it. Yeah, I'm sure you haven't uh, smoked it regularly, Andy. I, I, and yeah. then um, <laughs> the um, but everybody sees it as, a, as what they call a gateway drug. Yes. So actually, it's the it's not necessarily it itself, but it's actually what it leads on to. Yeah. Will it mean mean that you're going to go on and do much harder drugs? Um, and, and that type of thing. But if you look at uh, prohibition back in the 30s in America, you know, with um, old, uh, old, uh, old Pacino, not old Pacino, old Al Capone. Al Capone. Yep. <laughs> 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 That's him. Al Capone. Um, he profited basically on on the fact that you couldn't buy something, so he he, he fed that demand. Yeah, and then as soon time. as it was, it was legalised, you know, it's... I don't know. It's an interesting one. It just... I'll tell you what, it's a different show today, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Is this buzzing? I, I came with you for a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> we were all serious. We've covered the political bases. We've done, we, you know. I, pro- I probably just ruined my election uh, wow. my, my election profile. You might have helped yeah. it, actually. Thank <laughs> you, Paul. Going back to bed now, Phil. Oh, really? Yeah. It's good. not linked to the story about prostitution, is it? I think it might be. <laughs> and the fact you I've, said he was old. I ran into Mr. Meek. Are we talking about Fiverr Phil? Um, next time we have a curry, you should come. We went for yeah, a 7 we curry the other week. Chinese, cool. actually. Yeah, it was nice. Chinese curry. It was nice. Yeah. yeah. Other things are available. <laughs> uh, Rolling Stones drummer Charlie Watts has revealed that he tends to quit at the end of every tour and that he's sick of playing brown sugar. Well, mate, if you don't want to get famous, go back to the 1950s when you were born and then not be famous. 1940s, probably. 30s, I don't know. It's still, I have this dilemma. Oh, when really? you're famous and earn a lot of money and you get bored of your songs, you've still got to keep playing them. Yeah, of course you have. It's tough. When, when you get to that period, then... Uh, it's a dilemma. <laughs> when you get to that period, I'd worry about I'm it. I'm not coming back from Sweden if I've become famous over there. It's mm. nice knowing you all. Yeah, I've uh, got a feeling we'll be seeing you the week after, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> it's not, uh, it's not quite likely, to be fair. <clears throat> so, new research has revealed that more than half of Britain's dogs are lavished with kisses by their owners. Ugh. And some eat home-cooked meals along with the rest of the family. Here's how you can tell if your dog, uh, if you love your dog a little too much, okay? The first of all, you don't just allow it to sleep in your bed, you allow it to spoon with you. Hang on. Have you ever been spooned by a dog? Uh, yeah. No, never, ever. Other than, other than <laughs> ever, at school. Ever. Uh, when, <laughs> when you take it out for walkies, you insist on holding its paw rather than having it on a lead. <laughs> you ever done that? Not recently. No. When it starts humping someone's leg, you put on some romantic music for it. (laughs) Uh, If you come home to find it on the sofa, you immediately go down to DFS and buy a new one for yourself. That ain't happening. See, that's what happens with Kane. He gets on... um, and he likes to get between my legs and the sofa... So- Do you want to just, for the benefit of this, explain who Kane is? <laughs> oh, Kane's my dog. Kano. <laughs> it doesn't actually make it any better. No, it doesn't. <laughs> well, no, it doesn't, but <laughs> when I, I say thought, you know... Between my legs, I mean between my legs and the sofa back. So if I'm led on my side, there's oh. a gap... Yeah, all right. There's a gap between the, my legs and the sofa, and he likes to get in there and snuggle. Right, yeah, and then okay, I kiss yeah. him and hold his paw. That's kind of spooning, then, isn't it? Really, <clears throat> I was going to say that is, yeah, that's by any definition. But then I get frustrated because he send, he just because he's stop. only little. Just stop, stop, he's, he is. stop, stop, <laughs> stop no, now. But he is stop only now. little, and what, the audience. And what happens is he just, even though he's little, he's hard and tough, and, and stop now, <laughs> <laughs> please. And he gets in the way, so I have to kick him off. And then Karen goes, sm- "Oh, but he only wants to stay there." So we did buy Smudge's own seed. Did you? Smudge. So, so Smudge is our uh, cock spaniel. Right. And uh, we do have his, um, we got we got a charity uh, three-piece suite and an extra chair. And he's, now, ado- he's now adopted that chair. There you go. I think you've ticked all the boxes there. Ah, good. 
Your dog's bed has room for you to have a sleepover with it. <laughs> Rather than throw throw a stick for your dog to fetch, you throw some rose petals. This is a bit weird. This is, where have you got this information from? Before you put some pedigree chum and water in its bowls, you light a romantic scented candle between them. <laughs> and last of all, you call it Honey, even though its name is Fido. Okay. Okay, that's slightly right. yeah. slightly strange article there, but never mind. Let's uh, let's do some more stuff. Let's play another song. I'm uh, not sure what we we should actually. Um, I've got caught. Were you tangled up again? Then? Yeah, you know it starts me. Your dog lead. Whip me dog lead. <laughs> <laughs> this is a new song by Roxette that was released yesterday. Ooh. It's not in the charts yet. It's called "It Just Happened." See if you can tell that it sounds just like a Roxette song.
From Malibu Drive to Westbourne Drive, 7FM. Indeed, indeed. So, what did you think? You could tell it was Roxette, but it was almost like it was one of them records that got stuck. Yeah, it didn't develop. But you will be singing it later. Yeah, probably And therefore, that means it's probably We're well, meeting up with them in Sweden, Roxette. She wants oh. a beer. Can I go for a beer with her? And I went, yeah, right. What about Zara, uh, Zara Larson? Yeah, and her, Oh, yeah. I tell you what, if you were like, <laughs> done... He'd fly oh, himself bets her off, mate. I'd be out I'd be, I'd be there, there. So we've got something to do now. We're going to do... Uh, what are we going to do? We're going to do... Fashion Mistakes. The Fashion Mistakes, the top ten. Here we go. So, from AskMen.com, here are the top ten common mistakes uh, in the fashion jobber thingy type thing. Look. Uh, white socks with dress shoes is number ten. Yeah, number nine. This is a long one. Buttoning blazers incorrectly. Double-breasted jacket should nearly always be buttoned with a two-button suit fastened the top button with a three-button suit. You have a choice between fastening the top two buttons or the middle one only. And no matter what kind of blazer you're wearing, always unbutton it when you sit down. In, is, in, <laughs> in at number eight, stuffed pockets. What? Number seven, oversized clothes. Uh, number six, mismatched suit and shoes. Uh, back at five. Backpacks on professionals. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Do you like that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, number four, coming in at wearing running shoes outside the gym. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. Number three is overt branding. And just pip to the poster. Number two, not shaving tricky areas on your face, such as behind your earlobes or your back. <laughs> oh, 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 your back <laughs> or your eyebrows. Uh, coming in at number one, socks with sandals. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Jesus, they call them Jesus boots, don't they? Uh, yeah. Not, we used to call them Jesus Creepers, I think. Is that what it is? I think so. Oh, I don't know if that's yeah. offensive to anybody. Probably to Father Andrew, Father Andrew yeah. <laughs> So, I must admit, a couple of those I do do. Do. Do, do, do. Do, 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 do. So, I do wear running shoes outside the gym because I find them comfortable. Yeah, I don't. And I do wear... I'm a professional... Well, I think I'm a professional. Yeah, all right, bang, bang. see, he just went like that. I don't think he realised he did it. I did. And I do wear a backpack. I so do. I do carry a backpack. Because it's, it's got a laptop in, except it didn't have one in yesterday. Okay. Because when I got on the train, I went to get it out, and it wasn't in there. And I thought, oh dear. Uh-oh. And I'd left it in the office. Oh no. Still in the docking station. So I've got a kind of briefcase type thing, but it's got backpack straps. Ah. If you want it, so you can do either or, you see. Oh, what about other? Yeah, other. And, um, yeah, I always shave. When I shave in the morning, I always shave around the back of my neck and beyond my ears. Do you? Yeah. What about your yeah. lady bits? I did have a... No, I don't mind. <laughs> my hairdresser's okay. not... Okay. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> hairdresser's not listening anyway. Okay, so uh, you're a bit of a clever mathematician, aren't you, Barry? Nope. Okay. Yep. So the brain teaser. one 1881 What's the next two numbers? He's reading it. Don't read oh, it. There, I did try, try to look at the numbers. Um, no, I don't. Say that so again. Let's do it again. Slowly. one one eight Yeah. Eleven eighteen. 80 and 81. What's the next two? Oh, that's hard without seeing it written down. I'm trying to put it in my head. Um, it's going to be something like 118 and... No. No? So I'll do it again. 1, One. 8, yeah. 11, 18, 80, 81. There's, there's some seven action going on in there somewhere, there? and then I don't know what happens after it's that. It's a rubbish one, actually. Oh, is it? Yeah. They are numbers in order, beginning with vowels. Oh. Oh, I've never got that. No. Oh. So what's the next one? 82 and 83. Well, well. That's I don't get that. Yeah, you do. They are numbers in order. Yeah. So, so if you write the words... So, the, so if you wrote the word uh, one... A-E-I-O-U. Yeah. 
So and sometimes why? Where's why? Why is not a vowel? Not a vowel? Sometimes it is. No, I did elocution lessons, mate. It is. Yeah, is it a vowel? That was the saying I had to learn. A E I O U and sometimes why? Maybe in maybe in speaking terms, but not not in actual grammatical terms. But you might say uh, Yvonne. Right. I met this person. Her name was Yvonne. She was an Yvonne. Okay. Person. Is that the sort of thing you're saying, elocution? Yeah, no, I, I did Chantland Festival for years. Uh, yeah. Ate every minute of it. I remember reading this one poem that was, There were lions and enormous tigers when I went down to the zoo. Where? I also stopped to use the toilet where I... Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, where I didn't, where did this festival take place? Queen's Hotel in Cheltenham, mainly. Ooh, posh, really. Mm. Yeah. But is it but as it was Gloucestershire-based, were they... Did we not doing sort of Pam Ayres poems? No, it wasn't like that at all. <laughs> it was Cheltenham, wasn't it? It was. Uh, yeah. The thing is, it was the Royal College of something. It wasn't music. It was elocutes. Uh, no, it was literature? speech and prose, literature oh, or something okay. like that. And I was a member of it and all that. Yeah. yeah. So I had elocution lessons with Miss Westall in Colton Road, um, who had letters after her name. Yeah, I guess, uh, yeah. B-I-G-O-L-D. <laughs> no, it was, she was lovely. Absolutely lovely. But she was hard. Hard as nails. And I remember I used to read all Can the... Can I just say, I love the fact that you're talking about your elocution teacher and you goes, hard as nails. She <laughs> hard as nails. <laughs> the she thing was is, hard. I do know how to pronunciate and I do know how to speak properly when I want to. Yeah. But I don't want to ever, so I don't. So, uh... I do as well, innit? Yeah, it look. <laughs> and it look. So, no, but really, I used to, we, we, I basically read the whole Winnie the Pooh uh, and A.A. Milne books. Well done. Taylor of Gloucester. Week. Yeah. And I can remember that what she would do is we, I would read them out and she would correct me and I would read the words and she would correct me. And then at the end of the session for the, for the hour I was there, it felt like a day, uh, she just put a little pencil cross at the end of the thing. I just remember really? that. Yeah, it just sticks oh, in my yeah. mind. Is she still alive? Um... Yeah, oh, no. She I'd love no. her to tune into the news at the end of the show. She, <laughs> she'd be, no, she, she she'd can't combust. be alive. She was 100 when I went. She, yeah. She'd be turning in a grave. Yeah. Kathleen Westall. Hey. There you go. Uh, true story. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, more things here. Test of time. Uh, play with a co-host... Re- or, oh, here you go. In the news ten years ago, Bar, who was announced as Britain's most stylish woman? Ten years ago, so we are... Is this Spice Girls era? No. Nope. Uh, but it is. But well, you no, are Spice Girls. Yeah. If I say that her head was found in a box once, and <laughs> she's also <laughs> done something to do with the... Uh, she, she, her patio doors would slide. <laughs> no idea. Didn't she go down on the Titanic as well? Uh, no. Just someone else? Yep. I'll, I'll leave that one for now and see if okay. anyone of our listener uh, is, uh, has got it. Um, in the news five years ago, which actor unveiled his new hairstyle, a mohawk saying... I'm a paintbrush. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> okay. He wouldn't lie about this so much. And also, um, he would uh, ensure he didn't wear a mask when he was out in public. There's a clue. Oh, Jim Thingy. Oh, yeah. Jim Thingy. Uh, Carey? Yeah. 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 Well Jim done, Thingy. mate. Well done. And in the news one year ago, who announces he was open and ready for love after splitting with his longtime partner, Carlos Gordales Abella? I, I would have had no clue about this. No idea. Ricky Martin. Ah, uh, there you go. So the first one is Gwyneth Paltrow. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. She was in Seven. Yes. And I fun. knew, I knew when he opened the box, her head was in it. I just knew. Yeah. It was, it was I haven't seen that in quite a long time. Good so. film. Was she not mm. in, um... Oh, I'm going goose pimply now. Was she not in Titanic? No, you're, no, th- you're th- thinking th- of the other one. Yeah. <laughs> the one that, am I thinking of the one that was married to Chris Martin? The English lady. 
What was her name? The actress in Titanic. She was in. Uh, she's been in extras with Ricky Gervais. Yeah. What's her name? She swears and everything. It's really funny. Somebody help me out. She comes. In, she's dressed as a nun because okay. I've got to get this habit off. It's just chafing me. <laughs> Fuffer. <clears throat> I look up Titanic name. Find what yeah. her name is. You not? You can't remember. No, that annoys me. You know, and you can't remember. I can't um, remember. And I can picture the, some of the scenes in Titanic. You haven't got to that stage. Kate yet. Winslet. Kate, Kate Winslet. Winslet. You haven't got to that stage yet, have you? But um, I remember. must admit, I forget. I forget what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, do you do that? Do you forget what I'm doing? Well, going into the room, yeah. Go into the <laughs> room and then think, what have I coming here for? Yeah, but there's a, there's a logical reason for that, and I bet Barry knows. Being a, a human oh, UI yeah, man. Human, yeah. So. Um, it's something to do with the way the brain compartmentalises things. So apparently, when you walk out of a room, it actually thinks, "Well, I'm going to write that to RAM because I don't need it." Oh. So I'm going to write that to disk so I don't need it in RAM. In in, in theory, and yeah. then when you to, to get it back off disk, you have to go back into the situation so it knows how to access it. So if you went back into the original room, you might remember it. You would remember. The, yeah, that's what you have to do. It's, your, well, it's, your, it's how you associate. It's how you actually. It's, yeah. it's the instruction of how you get to the memory. Yeah. And wow. so that's why if you walk back to the room where you made the memory in the first place, then actually it's the visual and, and actually again. See, it's the smells in many ways yeah, that, smells. that trigger yeah, 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 um, yeah. where you remember yeah. stuff. It's yeah. cool. Like Andy's house. Yeah, um, all right about the house and the smelling house. I'll tell Karen about it, because I told her. It's that the house bin. stinks. It it's is the, the bin. bin. The dog and your feet. Yeah, in that order. One and of the best techniques, if you're going to remember a list of something, imagine yeah. you're walking around your house, and so you start off in, say, the living room, and th- make that item one. So if, you, if, if you're doing your shopping or something, well, maybe I would have some bananas in the football in my living room. You move through to the kitchen, that's where I'd have my sprouts. That's a good idea. If yeah. you work, then go to the shed, maybe you need a, a, a hammer or something, but you, you work right. out, and so then when you, you can remember stuff. Go to the yeah. toilet and think about cabbage. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what about if you had to learn, like, long bits of phrase and stuff? Well, apparently you can, you can use them similar sort of techniques. I've never done it, so I don't really know. I always use the read, cover, check, and then, yeah. Read, what, hang on, what's wrote. this? If I'm so, trying to learn, like, words. What do you do? I like lyrics. Read it, cover it, run it back in your head, and then check. If you got mm-hmm. it wrong, do it again, and just work through a bit of time, and you'll get it like that. That's how it works for me. See, I think I've got a semi-photographic memory, because what I... And I don't know if that's true, but <clears throat> that you always reckon I'm on the edge, don't you, of, like, the spectrum? So you're like... <laughs> so George, my son learns words not by the phonics by looking at the word and taking a picture of it in his mind yeah and spell it. that's what i think i do and i it's funny with music as well i i can and you're probably the same with this if i hear a piece of music i can see in my head how to play it yeah and i can feel how to play it and i think i am on the edge you must be a little like a dyslexic well. syndrome or something in but that family definitely of, um, yeah no you're, that's def- absolutely and, and you know with the remembering i can actually see something written down in my yeah. in my i can see yeah. a picture of it in my eye yeah right. but you got to so, remember that things like dyslexia are only come about because we have a we've through uh, social identity we've developed languages and trying to get everybody to, to think the same way yeah exactly yeah, yeah. actually if, if you if you are different you learn by more uh, photographic means or yeah. oral learning or something like that which doesn't yeah. fit in with our our standard um, so, social codes then it's a, dyslexia isn't actually a problem it's just a different it's not the way, the way we advantage. have a different way of learning so yeah. did you watch that program and we spoke about it the other week called employable me no. Oh, you should watch it. <clears throat> it was sh- it was unbelievable. So it was these two guys. One was um, one had Tourette's, which he was fifty, I think, or forty-seven, and he developed it seven years ago when his friend died. And at the funeral, he started doing his stuff. Now, obviously, when I started watching it, there were things he was saying because of the situation. It was cringeworthy, and it did yeah. make me laugh. Only in the sense that 
you know what you shouldn't laugh at things that yeah, are wrong. Yeah, and I remember being at school getting shouted and told off by a teacher and burst out laughing from a nerves thing. Mm. Watching the autistic chap, it was uh, and 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 the um, the guy who had Tourette's at the end, who basically they they tried to get them employed and they'd never been for an interview and they they'd never been accepted for an interview, let alone you know got a job. So they this guy started using his the one with Tourette's started taking photos of things. And he was so creative um, that they took his photos to this publisher that publishes photos and sells published photos to advertising companies that use them in John Lewis. And, you know, he goes in there and <laughs> he says to the woman behind the counter, behind the thing, oh, you're a bit of all right, you are. Oop. And then <laughs> and you think, oh, no, it's going to go bad. It's going to go bad. I feel so for oh. so much for this guy. And he, he goes and sits down and the guy says, yeah, these are good photos, but I can buy these off the internet. I can buy these... And then he says, oh, now that one there, I'll buy that one off you now. And I'll buy that one off you now. And the guy said, well, I've had no training. And he said, um, you don't need any training. You've got the gift. And, and he's now doing that as a job. The other guy, the autistic guy, he, he was brilliant with computers. And um, he was doing some defect resolution and check-in and stuff. Um, and they offered him a job. And the owner of the company, um, because the guy who got, who based, no, at the end of the training, he stood up and he said, because he couldn't, he couldn't just speak. He had yeah. to put it on his iPad and read it out. So he read this speech that he'd written and the owner of the company's just filled up and he was a, like a 60 year old bloke filled up. All these ladies around the table and blokes around the table were filling up. Mm, cool. And at the end of it, and the guy said, I want to offer you a job. And, and it was just awesome. Mm, it okay. was awesome. If you can get it back on iPlayer, watch it. Yeah, sounds worthwhile. It was really good. Yeah. I mean, Probably there's lot, lots of people that, in sort of the research world and that now um, employing a lot of people like Asperger's. Yes. Because, uh, you know, they're, they're just... The way that they access their, their memory and that they can think is absolutely incredible. Yeah, exactly. And that's what they were saying, that um, there's come a time now where they have to demarcate between people that are all the same and they have to be able to, you know, pick people that are different, that can look at things differently yeah. and say... That's wrong. But Barry's right. Our education system is not geared up no, for people not, that no. don't fit in that slot. And we wonder why we don't have as much innovation and yeah. all that yeah. sort of people who can just think outside the box because we've spent so much time putting people in a box. Exactly. Here. Exactly. exactly. That's the third thing you said today I've agreed with you. Yep. Go home education. Well, <laughs> we've only got six, uh, <laughs> six minutes left, so let's very quickly do the news, shall we? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. If you've got so today, newspaper headlines, Archbishop's surprise and GP's phone calls. The Daily Telegraph splashes the news that the Archbishop of Canterbury's father was Sir Anthony Montague, Montague? Montague. Brown, Winston Churchill's last private secretary. It quotes Justin Welby as saying, The discovery following a DNA test taken after discussions with the paper was a complete surprise. The Daily Mail front page says the paper has discovered many GP practices charge patients up to 41p a minute to ring them on premium phone lines. The Times leads with reports that guns from Britain are advertised on Facebook and price in Lib Libyan dinars, adding that many IS fighters are active in Libya. On its front page, the Daily Express tracks the progress of the online petition against the pro-EU leaflets to be sent out at public expense. The Financial Times says that fears about the loss of farm subsidies after a British EU exit have helped cause a steep fall in the price of farmland. The Daily Mirror leads with a sad report about aging members of England's 1966 World Cup winning team. And the Daily Star highlights One Direction star Louis Tomlinson's denunciation of claims by unhinged fans that his baby son does not really exist. 
And the eye sticks with the repercussions of the row over the Prime Minister's investments. The Guardian says that Mr Cameron is facing calls to make a statement to Parliament about the controversy. It quotes a Downing Street source saying that PM's father's offshore fund was not a vehicle for tax avoidance. And that is your front pages today. This is 7FM, it's 9.55, it's a Saturday, it's the 9th of April. What's happening? Trying to be a cough at the end of that. I heard, we heard, yeah, we heard, we heard. <laughs> we heard. Uh, okay, well, do you know what? It's, it's come to the end. It's gone really wow, quick. Wow, today. Wow. Really quick. You have to come back again, mate. Is that yeah. it? No, we'll be back in a year. Well, no, I've, I've, got, I've got another couple of weekends of electioneering to do, so I might as well come back next week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. for a pound. I think, yeah, of course Oh, he's, no, it's coming out. It, that'll be good, actually, because you know why? Because he's not here next week, so we've we got the old days. We get Caro back in. Oh, wouldn't it be epic. lovely, wouldn't it? It would be. It'd be nice. Yeah. Would it be nice? Try to see yeah. what. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I, actually, I could do. It's the sixteenth next Saturday. Yeah. yeah. I could do Whatever. that. Right. Okay. Whatever. I think that's. We'll have to. I think we should go for that. You and that big Welsh idiot when he's coming in as well. So uh, it's going to be rubbish. Indeed. I tell you what. I tell you what. Let's go out with a bit of Jethro Tull and living in the past because that's what this show's been about today. It's all about the past, not the future. Oh. Not the, the future. Not the past. Exactly. Yes. See you in a couple of weeks then. See you next. A week Saturday. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> see you again, Bar. Later. Love you. Bye. To Mark Farrity, sorry mate, we didn't see your email.
at 7fm.com.